Welcome to the MVP Podcast, where we talk about anything NBA. I'm Sam Holcroft, and alongside Gage Zollicoffer and Peyton Thompson. Before we begin, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at MomentumMVP, follow our Facebook page at MVP Momentum Podcast, and check us out on YouTube at MVP Momentum Podcast. Today, we're going to do our first update of our custom NBA stock market game. Uh, just going into it, I'll just bring up the top gainers and top losers. So the top gainers this week, uh, Milwaukee Bucks, $10.17 a share, followed by the Pelicans, $6.79, the Lakers, $5.44, the Spurs, $4.16, and the Mavericks, $3.76. Other teams that gained money were the Nuggets, the Celtics, the Heat, the Warriors, the Cavs, the Thunder, the Pacers, the Bulls, the Rockets, the Jazz, the Hornets, the Blazers, and the Wizards. The teams that lost the most money, uh, the Clippers lost the most at $7.94 a share. Grizzlies, $6.90. Knicks, $6.81. The Suns, $6.24. And the Wolves, $5.94. Other teams that lost money were the 76ers, see the Hawks, the Nets, the Raptors, Magic, and the Pistons. So Gage gained the most money over the last two weeks at $526.79. Peyton was the second most, gaining $148.60, and I gained $89.59. So guys, we're still trying to figure out this uh, formula a little bit. Um, We didn't really know what to expect last week, but uh, Gage, you cracked the code. Just get the bucks when when they're expected to not be so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I I does this so like the it's really funny because like obviously we know their winning percentage, but like the the EWR and ESPN, it's the point. It's the it is basically the point scored over the points scored. Uh, plus the points allowed. So that basically means that you want a team that you in, you're incentivized to choose people without decisive wins. They win, but they're not very decisive. And so with the with the Bucks, I think that's that's the Bucks. I guess I don't know what do you call those teams? Frauds? I don't want to call them frauds, but like then I'm calling the Lakers frauds. I don't think the Lakers are frauds. I think they're just I Clippers. think. <laughs> Uh yeah, well the Clippers. Here's the thing about that: if the Clippers are the lowest gainer, that means they lost a lot of close games. And yeah, it means they lost a lot of close games. But when they won, they won by a a lot. They they won by a lot, right? Yeah. So it's 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 weird because it's hard to call that kind of team frauds necessarily it's more so just inconsistent i would say yeah so that, i guess that's how i thought that's how i'm thinking about it right now that the clippers had a lot of close losses but they every actually i wouldn't be surprised if the clippers every single what was their what was their margin of, of the do you happen to know like their average loss the clippers uh no but i can look it up real fast I'm super interested in that. I, I, I would, think that has to deal with it. I would guess like five points. So they lost to the Lakers by five. Okay. They lost to the Jazz by two. And that's it. A five and two. 
Okay, so five and two. And then how much did they win? They had to have won probably by a lot. Uh, probably That's probably 12? what it is. Twelve. Forty. Yeah. yeah. Sixteen. Yep. That's the formula. Okay. See, uh, yeah. so that's actually pretty funny. So by that, like the team you want to pick is is the team that I, frauds isn't the way. It's it's a team that wins what they're supposed to win and barely wins, but gets destroyed when they're supposed to lose. Kind of like it's like playing funny. down to their competition. Or no, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you'd say it's, it. It's you win, you, you steal games basically. Yeah, you're supposed. Yeah. You're supposed to, I think the easiest way to do this is when you win, you want to win small. You lose, you want to lose big. But you also big. want to you steal games. You basically, you also want to win the games you're not supposed to win. Basically, but we'll kind of see how this formula kind of changes over the next few weeks because, as you can tell, if you look in these two categories, they're the exact same. Just because the games that they have played in the last two weeks is the games that they have played this entire season. So now the recency bias could be a major factor going into this because who knows, maybe the Celtics are undefeated again. Um, but then there's a team like the Heat that actually go seven out of seven next week, even though they are two and four yeah. right now. So we'll kind of see, and then it'll change, obviously change their expected win percentage. So we'll see this kind of bounce all over the place. So let's go ahead and go. Oh, go so, ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I guess I can go into what I, why I went to it, or do you want to go like what, wait, why you made your changes? I'll go into why I made my changes. Yeah, go ahead and talk about the team that you sold. So I sold the Celt, I sold the Celtics because I think that they're gonna have a lot of decisive wins this year. And after thinking about it, I want a team that's just gonna be snatching wins out their soul, like just snatching wins from from the building and running out. And to me, the Spurs are gonna be doing that. The Spurs, the Spurs are going to get blown out some series, but I think Victor Wimbenyama can will them to win games that barely they shouldn't they shouldn't actually be winning. Um, now, is it going to be more than their win percentage? I don't know, but like they're going to have. I think the Spurs are going to be one of the best teams to steal games. You also want to invest in a team that is going to blow leads but win those games, which is kind of spicy. So, like, I think I want. I want some. I wanted some of the Mavs. The Mavs usually have the worst defense in the league, and so they're throwing up these crazy high numbers uh, in their games. So I expect the Mavs to have a huge fluctuation between like their points scored and points allowed. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then the Rockets, just to see, you know, like <laughs> just because I, I think they're going to be in the same route where they're going to get just humbled constantly. Um, and then I kept the other teams too, because, you know, the Lakers tend to blow leads. Yeah, it just makes sense to, and then the, I think the Pacers, I'm still going to hang on to the Pacers because I think, I think they're going to build towards that idea. I think the Pacers still are, are, are capable of getting destroyed. I don't think the Pacers will have a lot of decisive wins, but I think the Pacers are going to win a lot. That's what I think. I think they're going to be able to pull it off. Now they did barely lose to the Charlotte Hornets. So, like, I feel like if they would have won that one, I would have been right on the money. I feel like if they win that, their percentage shoots up one more, and then I'm getting more money from the Pacers. So I'm going to hold on to that idea. That's why I'm staying with the Pacers, too. So, yeah. So, uh, PT, who's a who's a team that you wanted to sell? Yeah. I mean, let's talk about my biggest seller, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I do think that, you know, they're not going to be this bad all season, but I don't have them being very good either. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of coaching questions. I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, fit questions there. So 
I mean, I didn't necessarily look at this at uh, the scope of what teams do I think are going to get better or worse. I think it's more so just I don't really want to deal with them as much. I don't really want to play the cards with them. I kind of just want to sell while they're high and kind of get out. Um, but, you know, I think another team that I want to talk about is the Celtics. You know, I kind of basically bought the, the Celtics shares from Gage, you know. Um, so in that aspect, I think – they're a team that, by formula, I don't think they're going to keep winning by a whole lot of points. I think Porzingis' health is a question mark. Um, their depth is a question mark. I don't think they're going to keep the same pace of being super dominant in their wins. I think their their win margin is going to close a little bit. But I still have them being a really good team throughout the season. So I feel like they're a pretty good bet to get on. But uh, also the Clippers adding James Harden. Obviously, they lose a couple of depth pieces. But I don't think... I think the you know the incremental upgrade of getting James Harden versus those few bench pieces is going to help them out a lot. So I think this was a good time to grab some of those shares. Um, and you know and I, I can kind of just touch on my other stuff here. Um, Rockets minus five. I kind of just for the same reasons with the Bucks. I just don't really know what I'm getting with the Rockets as much. Um, you know I, this could be a big mistake. Maybe the Rockets have an impressive season and you know they're they're winning games and you know they they. They lose a couple by a lot, but they, they win the games that, you know, maybe you don't expect them to. And so I, I just wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with them. So I kind of just wanted to get off of them while they're in the positive. Um, as far as the Spurs, Blazers, and Lakers, I think those are all teams that I think can continue to be good, uh, possibly have room to get better. Um, so, you know, I put a little bit of shares into them, 2-1-1 one, and one respectively. Um, you know, as far as the Pacers, I'm it's probably – one of the teams that I have the most faith in having a good season, to be honest, I think I kind of think the opposite of Gage. I think the wins they have, they're going to win by a lot, but I think the win, the losses they have, they're going to lose in crunch time because they just don't have the front court talent. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how I feel about them. And then as far as selling the Hawks, I just really haven't seen much improvement or like kind of what I wanted to see coming out from them. So I just uh, sold a few shares of them, and I think they're going to trade Clint Capella and kind of try to rework this roster a little bit when it gets closer to the trade deadline in December. So uh, I kind of just wanted to get off of those now. All right, so then with mine, I sold all 15 shares of the Suns that I had. Personally, uh, three and four is not a good look for this team right now. When I mean, I think, how are you not at least 500? And, you know, they were one of the biggest losers this last week. You know, their expected win percentage is 55. You look at the other teams, like the Nuggets, uh, we're going to exclude the Bucks, but the Nuggets are at 80%. The Celtics, 93%. You know, 76ers is at 86%. Warriors, 67 You know, like other teams that are, like, expected to be good this season have a high expected win percentage, and they've been making money, whereas the, Cel- or the Suns, sub 500 and losing money. So until they can show me something or maybe even until Bradley Beal comes back uh, and has been playing a couple games, I'm going to stay out of the Suns. Um, I sold the Knicks, uh, five of the Knicks. I think it was the only Knicks that I had. Uh, five Grizzlies, the only Grizzlies that I had. Um, and then f- half of my Clipper shares, which, which is five, uh, just because they were on the top losers. I just... Uh, with the Knicks and Grizzlies, Grizzlies, I don't see them moving in the right direction. You know, I think they're just praying until Jaw comes back. You know, the next month and a half is going to 
it's going to be a while. Um, the Knicks just haven't really been impressing me all too much. Yeah, they're two and four, um, but I didn't like their schedule coming up. And the Clippers, only reason I kept some is because James Harden's coming back and uh, their expected win percentage is very high. So I think that like with this upcoming week like or next two weeks, their expected win percentage is going to start going down a little bit. And then they're start gonna they're gonna start winning a little bit more even though the, even though they're three and two right now. Uh, teams that I added, I added the Bucks. I don't think that they're gonna be slowing down any much. Um, I think their expected win percentage isn't gonna jump up significantly. So might as well hop on while that expected win percentage is low. Um, schedule is kind of iffy. Uh, I got five of the Lakers, five of the Mavs. Uh, both of them, I kind of like their schedule this upcoming weeks some easy wins but also a few hard teams that could maybe skew that expected win percentage down uh and then i got two of the spurs just because they're 300 and they also have one of the lowest expected win percentages so they can be a little bit under 500 and they're going to just keep making money so why not yeah you you sort of want teams that are gonna steal a lot of wins basically but like Bad teams, but like teams that will win close games. So, cr- like crunch time teams, but when they're blown out, they just they just throw the game away. And that's sort of, I guess, the Bucks. I think the Buck, yeah, the Bucks. Like, I I would imagine that yeah, they they lost every game they lost was blown out, but every game they won was like by barely. So that's the teams you want to get. Uh, it's just kind of clear to me. Um. And I think the Sp- the Spurs, but the the key point is they have to win. If they're not winning, then you're just <laughs> yeah. Um, so if the Sp- I think the Spurs still have enough a, a lot of steals left in them. Like I think they'll be able to steal a lot of games um, this year. And I think the games that they have no business being in, you know, maybe they get blown out. That's fine. That helps my case. That being blown out lowers your expected win percentage, but stealing games. You know, kind of, it's it's stagnant. And I mean, we can just looking at the how goofy this formula can be. You know, we have a team that went one and five with the Wizards and made money, and we have a team who's three and two, like the Clippers. Not only lose money, but they they are also the biggest loser. Well, yeah, because if you think of the Wizards, let's think about why that could happen. The Wizards went one and five. That means they suck. That means that they are losing the games. I think they're, what is it, that they are, they're getting blown out in good fashion. So they're, they're just getting blown out. <laughs> and so it's expected. But uh, just one thing I wanted to show. Um, so on the bottom here, we're going to keep track of all of our buys and sells, which we'll do. Uh, I just want to look at let's see first this. So this is our stock market game from last year. And here is our stock market chart. I kept track of the stocks throughout the entire season. And you see, you know, you see the Celtics and Bucks kind of go all the way up there. But for the most part, everything's kind of intertwined. But stuff doesn't get super intertwined until about halfway through the season. Then you can't really tell, like, you know, where they started from. But at the beginning, you could tell. You see that? Um, But if we go back and look at this, 
This is going to be crazy. Look how look how volatile that is. All <laughs> over the place. So who knows what really is going to be happening over these next four and a half months, you know, with the stock market game, because, you know, with how volatile this is, we could see someone who started with a $20 stock climb up and be a top five by the end of the year. I don't expect that, but like with how this formula works, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think once I see the Bucks actually winning decisive wins, that's when I'm jumping ship because that means the expected win percentage is going to go up and I don't want that. Yeah. So is there anything else that you guys need to add? No. So. I feel pretty good about where I'm at. I'm happy right. to. Well, we'll see what uh, these next two weeks uh, bring us, you know, maybe we'll strike gold again or who knows, but PT, I'm just glad you didn't get rid of all your bucks. Otherwise, if they gain another ten dollars, <laughs> yikes! Well, I might be hurting, but you know, we'll we'll have to see where they go at in the season. Yep. But uh, once again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Momentum MVP. Follow our Facebook page at MVP Momentum Podcast, and check us out on YouTube at MVP Momentum Podcast. I've been Sam Holcroft. Engage Zollicoffer. I've been Peyton Thompson. Thanks for listening. <laughs>